0: BSBOT recording live directly after a 90 Wayne Gregory how are you top of the morning to you top.
2: <laughs> <laughs> little li- i want to take some people behind the scenes right now we're g- we're going okay. to open open, the, open doors. the doors a little bit to, to life of blue shirts breakaway okay yeah you guys, you guys may have remembered a certain BSBOT/emergency episode of the podcast we did after the New Jersey Devils Devils Hired a man by the name of Lindy Ruff to be their coach. Oh yeah, (laughs) Uh, we have we have made mentions on this show before about us getting notes Mm -hmm. from our employers about some of the things we say on the podcast. Yeah, well, Uh, yes. Keep going. Hold on, hold on, hold on. on. Let me let me keep going. I'm not done with my story. Keep going. Uh, This story might take all of thirty minutes, which is why we wanted to do it tonight. Right. And for that one, those were the most scathing notes we've ever received from our employers. They essentially said. Uh, we understand you guys are excited about certain things that happen with this team, but you were essentially making fun of Lindy Ruff and laughing in his face. Yes, I got news for our employers. Uh, if you thought that was bad, <laughs> you're gonna have to fire us for what <laughs> I'm about to say regarding Elaine Vigneault. Uh, well, you're, you're not gonna want me. In it's more. been a really it's good run. Simple.
0: It's been a really good run at the Athletic. Um, we've done a great job here, and we've really done some good jobs working together. Um, mm. t- t- before, um. I We get into that and what we are about to say about Levin Le and the David Quinn slander and everything. There's, it's, it could not have been a more perfect night uh, for this. I mean, listen, I hope Quinn and the coaching staff are healthy. I hope they're good. Let's get this out of the way now before we do jokes this entire time, right? I hope these guys are good. I hope they're healthy. I hope it was just contact tracing and they're back on the bench. Later this week. Okay, cool. We got that out of the way. I'm going to read yeah, it.
2: Monday. Monday, I'm sure I'll have thoughts about why this game was even played and how irresponsible I, it is I, from the NHL I, I had that this game was even allowed to take place. I had them already. Tonight's not the night to do it, Ryan. We're having too much fun. No, because so, I'm gonna. what I'm going to do now, Greg, before we get into
0: it, I'm going to me. read the nine goals in a row. Here we go. Okay. Brendan Lemieux, Lemieux, assisted by Adam Fox, uh, should have should have known right then. As soon as Lemieux gets goal number one, right, uh, fuckery is about to happen. Right off the rip, I was like, Lemieux got it, but it was a beauty by Adam Fox right across the crease. There, Artemi Panera scores. All right, mm. yeah, uh, that makes sense. Yep, that, that just that just makes sense. Pablo savage scores once. I walk away to brush my teeth. Pablo savage uh-huh.
2: scores twice. Oh, good for good, good for you. And uh, thank you. It, some dental hygiene. You brush hygiene. your teeth for two straight minutes. What? Who? Who the fuck are you? Crest uh- himself. <laughs> Dentists recommend. Um Yeah, four, so, four out of five dentists say fuck yourself. On so
0: that one. so Pavel Vojdevic scores again, then Jacob Truba, then Mika uh-huh. Zabinajad, then Mika Zabinajad again, yeah. uh-huh. again, then Mika Zabinajad again, then Philip Yeah, Filipidl, yeah oh, hello. Then Philip and then we're at nine goals. Mika Zabinajad had six points in the second period, which was a record only done by one other player in nineteen
2: eighty three. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Uh, my phone, my phone gave up on notifying me when goals were scored after the seventh. I've never it, had it more requests. The phone was like seven like nothing. You don't need to check anymore. And then it just decided to send one more update at the end of the second period that said, "End of the second, nine nothing, Rangers on twenty three shots." <laughs> um, just... <laughs> Elaine Vino, you masterclass of a bum, you scum Wh- of the earth, What you fraud of a coach, you are. Just a chef's kiss turd nugget. I like how I you kept have... it PC there. That was good. I like. Yeah, it. yeah, 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 yeah. You don't, don't have to be. We're mean. gonna get notes on this probably anyway. It's okay. So I might as well. Uh, I'll make them work for the notes on this <laughs> one. It's, it's gonna be. It's gonna be the Toy Story version, and they're gonna have to try and give this a PG thirteen rating. It's exactly that. Uh, he is. Like that. Could it have happened to a better person, Ryan? No, because again, because again, let's... Let, let, let's set the stage here. At five. At 9 o'clock, 9.30, 10 o'clock this morning. Yeah, we could do the whole day. Interesting interesting note from Larry Brooks. Because credit where credit is due. We like to dunk on Larry a lot. But Larry is we insightful give, about this We give a lot stuff. of credit
0: to Larry, to be fair.
2: Yeah, he's insightful about this stuff. And he's, he's his words oh. were very odd that the Rangers aren't doing a morning skate today. That it was canceled. That seems strange. I think Vince also tweeted out that something was up. Well, Nobody knew because what. Because Quinn
0: wasn't able to make it to the press conference which, correct which which was in my opinion at that point in time I thought it was they were just going to be testing Fox and Bucinavich again to see if it was false positives to see if they could play tonight and then at that point they wanted to pre- push the press conference until later because well uh they don't have the update that the the beat writers right. would want. that was just the we, logical we, thing
2: it was a, it was a logical assumption to say something COVID related was happening for the Rangers but you just assumed It was going to be about either Fox Buschnavich, DiGiuseppe, or that another player was going on the list and the Rangers had a move they needed to make, which is why Quinn wasn't going to meet with the media. We didn't know that the entire coaching staff was going to be donezo. The entirety of it. And gone. And Chris Knobloch, God bless him, patron saint (laughs) of Blue Shirts Breakaway. My dude, Chris Knobloch is about to be. Gord Murphy, just clutch hockey name we've seen him before mr. He was up here for the hurricane series mr Drury and the kid chris Drury making an appearance behind they the
0: talked bench. about his his uh baseball career just in case you were wondering that's how boring uh, they were pride of
2: pride of trumbull connecticut little league went to the little league world series they did say that that's, that's a big deal uh, <laughs> i hate tr- trumbull was philadelphia before philadelphia was philadelphia to me i fucking despise trumbull connecticut well, <laughs> i it's the shout it's, out fun fact trumbull right the only time i literally threw fists in a, a high school baseball game was after i ran over trumbull's catcher he got up didn't like it and it went down it's also the only time in my life i threatened to fight a parent because <laughs> the parent pissed me off i hated trumbull so much so i've always had mixed feelings about chris drury because i want to say shout out the 203 you have to give props when someone from the 203 goes on to bigger and better things. But seriously, fuck Trumbull. Um
0: Now that we've all got this out of the way. Yes, we,
2: all this happens. All this happens. The Rangers drop a nine-burger on the Philadelphia the, the crowd of 2,000
0: people, Gregory, 2,000 people, not MSG yep. at, at minimum capacity, as it should yep. be currently following the regulations, at the top of their lungs, we want 10, we want 10. And you could hear it. Crystal clear over the broadcast. Crystal clear. Unbelievable. Beautiful.
2: I can't, I'm like crying. Now, I, did, I didn't get to watch the game. So I could only mm-hmm. assume that NBC said this was the most boring hockey game they've ever seen in They their were
0: doing life. a podcast. They were doing this. <laughs> <laughs>
2: they, they, they were doing
0: this in the third period uh, the entire time, just talking about uh, Boucher, Brian Boucher's career, how he lit up nine goals. They were, they were uh-huh. counting every single stat possible. It is a travesty, Gregory. Seriously, and I cannot say this enough. It, it pains me to my core that Sam Rosen wasn't able to call this game. The calls that would have been happening in this game would have rivaled the five-goal game for me because it has been a Jad last, last year. It would have been a game I didn't get to watch, by the way. A, it would have been a, a rivaled in every single manner by Sam Rosen. It is, it is a, a crime against the New York Rangers' humanity he wasn't able to call this. And the NBC broadcast was mediocre at best because they had to try to keep people around for a 9 nothing game. Jesus.
2: Yeah. Pour one out for Connor McDavid, who finally gets to get on American Didn't television. Didn't even know. But the game, the game before Connor McDavid gets to play on American television, the New York Rangers make it so uninteresting because they're just ragdolling Elaine Vigneault and his be, belittled Philadelphia Flyers. Like gritty has to retire, right? I think gritty, gritty has to take I a game off. To see an, I don't want to see another gritty thing in my entire. Gritty has life. to
0: take a game off. There. This. This is one of those games where it's like. I'm, I am I, I said this to Diana earlier. I think I'm going to go out to a, a. I don't even know where to get newspapers in Philadelphia, but I'm going to go get the newspaper tomorrow because I just want to see what they say. <laughs> like, I just want to. I'm going to get on my bike in the morning. I'm going to go to the. There's no delis here or whatever. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride around until I find a newspaper and I'm just gonna read every single word they have just ravaging a yo, in the Philadelphia Flyers because listen they, the game was close you and I talked about it two days ago it was four four we went to overtime Keith makes a bad pass
2: yeah. like we again well uh, Keith 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 hold on to I'm, his credit I'm, I'm gonna give and, Keith and some a, credit and Panera also say that if there was a miscommunication with Panarin, it wasn't as bad as it seemed.
0: I agree. Panarin called for the pass. Keith gave it to him. Didn't really work out. Then Keith wasn't in position. Got dismantled. They lost the game. Keith also kept them mm-hmm. in that game. We're Keith's agents. You guys know that. All right. Now that we've gotten out of the way, the the Flyers, like, we were there. There was no Adam Fox, who is clearly the best player in the New York Rangers, uh, Sans Artemi oh. Panarin. Sometimes I think it might actually be him at this point. And then. Uh, no Buchnevich. Then tonight, Buchnevich comes back, or Adam Fox comes back, an absolute dismantling. It has to be like, if you're the Flyers, you're outside of the playoff position right now. Like, listen, the Rangers, Mm -hmm. I know they're still making a run here. They're trying to get in it. I don't believe they will. That's not me being negative on tonight. It's just, that's just the facts. But the Flyers, like they're fighting for a playoff spot. And this Ranger team that's just struggling, going up and down, doesn't have their coaching staff. Dude, David Quinn's not there. He's at home shaking his head. I don't know what he's doing, and Elaine Vigneault has to sit there on the other side and just be like, "I can't believe an AHL coach just got called up, and I got absolutely embarrassed." It was a perfect storm. I can't remember another night like this. It, it's I can't ever like can, what since we started this. The only other night I can really think of was like the Minnesota Wild night when the Rangers were down like four nothing and they won five four. I can't think of maybe the Montreal game. I can't think of anything like a, a
2: drubbing of this level. It's insane. No. There's a difference between a big comeback and a drubbing. Like, a big comeback is a choke job. This is just a straight-up embarrassment. Yeah. Those those two things are categorically different. They, they live in different universes. The Philadelphia Flyers on paper are a better team than the New York Rangers. Not a question. They should be one of the four best teams in this division w- without question. The fact that the Philadelphia Flyers are struggling as much as they are, you could try to blame it on COVID as much as you want, but everyone in the East has had COVID issues. Or injury issues, or some kind of problem. So it's not like the decks have been stacked against the Philadelphia Flyers in an unfair way. This is the third time, the third straight game that the Flyers have played the Rangers, where the Rangers are coming off adversity, and it, it not just adversity, but like something awful has happened to the New York Rangers before puck drop. And each time, Elaine Vigneault has made the game a contest. He did it. Monday night, the New York Rangers had no business being in that game as long as zero. They were. He did it the first time the Rangers played him when the Flyers were coming off COVID. And the, I forgot at this point, I don't even remember what the Rangers issue was. I, I think they didn't have Truba, they didn't have Heedle, they w- were missing so many players. That I think was the first Panarin game. The second the Rangers didn't have the Panarin second as
0: well. Yeah, Chris Kreider was the, the hat trick. The next one, I think.
2: Yeah, yeah, the Rangers, the Rangers had no business being in that game, and they were. This is this is a fireable offense if this had happened to the new york rangers we would be oh on this my podcast god dude. despondent we'd be saying we'd finally be fire quinn boys now this is just fucking hilarious from the fire quinn perspective if you think <laughs> well, if you think wait for after the break is proof wait for after the break because quinn...
0: we gotta talk about
2: it it's uh okay, well i'm not i'm not i'm not done with av yet yeah. but we'll, we'll get to that we'll get to the fire quinn shit because that's just fucking hilarious. That's that's <laughs> Chef's kiss that this is happening. tonight. And so Elaine right, Vino we'll, we'll save it. For Elaine Vino, this is an utter embarrassment. He I can't look him in the face. I don't ever want to look him in the face. I don't know how Buchnevich didn't whip it out when he was scoring these goals against Elaine Vino under these circumstances in this game. I don't know how like he didn't just skate over there and fart in someone's face. Like just One of the most rancid, I had rotten eggs for breakfast, stanky farts directly in his mouth. So it sticks in his gum and he has to keep chewing it all (laughs) night long. It's just, it's embarrassing. You have Jacob Voracek, you have Claude Giroux. I understand the defense. Isn't it interesting, Ryan, that Elaine Vigneault has a questionable defense and not Henrik Lundqvist and things don't seem to be going well for him. I'll even do you one further. He doesn't have Roberto Luongo either. It's almost like it's almost like he's a fraud, and he's been a fraud from day fucking one. It's why not a lot of things I can put the feather in my cap about. Really not. I understand that a lot of things I say in this podcast are dumb. I understand that I'm not the world's smartest human being. I'm not that knowledgeable in hockey terms, especially when you compare to how much I give a shit about baseball. <laughs> hockey is not my number one sport. But I, I got to pat myself on the fucking back. The You can go back. It's on SoundCloud. It's out there. When the Rangers extended Elaine Vigneault, I came on this show, looked you dead in the eyes and said, I don't get it. What am I missing? Why do they have to do this? This doesn't make any sense. He already had multiple years left on his contract. The Rangers are coming off a decline. I don't think he's the right coach for this transition. I gave you every reason. This was four or five years ago at this point. Every reason why that was a bad idea. And it's very few times I can sit here and say I was right. But, Ryan, I was fucking right. That guy is a fraud. He sucks. You guys think David Quinn is bad. Elaine Vino is proof positive that he's bad. He has no discernible skill. His system is outdated. Jim Beheim is a more qualified coach in this day and age as a hockey coach. Forget about it. running the 1-3-1 zone at Syracuse. Put him behind the bench for the Flyers. They ain't giving up nine goals to Chris Knobloch <laughs> and a bunch of misfits. <laughs> Elaine Vigneault is a bum. He's the worst. Oh, Ralph Kruger fired. got fired. I, yeah, fuck it. We're getting fired, Yeah, too. it's cool. We're gonna be ra- Ralph Krueger gets fired. Ralph Krueger isn't as bad a coach as Elaine Vigneault is. You know why? Because we know Ralph Krueger is bad. Elaine Vigneault has created this myth about himself. I don't know how – I know exactly how he did it, so I'm not going to say – Well, yeah, it's the, the carry Price
0: syndrome. Had, it's the same thing. The yeah, he had
2: fucking thing. Luongo. He had prime Luongo and prime Lundquist, and people were like, wow, this guy's winning a lot of fucking games. How did he win those games? Because the goaltenders decided they weren't going to lose. Alain Vigneault was never the correct coach. He, we, the Rangers had that one window of opportunity where they just had the perfect roster, perfectly built roster, no holes, solid, solid group. Tots and bottom. as soon as that roster wasn't perfect anymore – the real Elaine Vino showed up. That man can't cook unless you've given him fricking a smorgasbord of perfect meats. If he's if he's trying to make hamburgers out of just ground beef picked up at Stop and Shop or Hannafords or Price Chopper or I don't know I, I, Trader Joe's, do they sell that kind of meat? No. Elaine Vino is a guy who shops at Trader Joe's, but now no, he no, has no. to shop at Stop and Shop. Don't slander and a TJ's. He TJ's is, is legendary. That's fine, fuck him. Elaine Vigneault used no. to shop at, he used to shop at Trader Joe's, and now he had to go to Stop and Shop to pick up his meats. And he's realizing he doesn't know what the fuck anything looks like because this isn't his yeah, hoity-toity product.
0: Breaking the F bomb record here too. Yep. All right, let's take a
2: quick break. Go co- back, talk about David. Quick, we'll go from there. Transition, and we're back. Okay. And another thing about Elaine V. Yes. No, I'm, I'm, I'm done. That, that guy doesn't deserve another breath uh, of he, oxygen. I, I, will give it to, I will give it to him. He says in a quote here,
0: couldn't defend, couldn't make a play. I'm, yeah, no shit. I'm truly embarrassed. You should
2: be. Yeah, I, yeah when, when it's <laughs> snowing, I go outside and say, wow, really snowing. I'm breaking news with that one. Yeah, thanks, Elaine. How are you going to fix it? I don't know. We didn't get any good looks.
0: <laughs> oh. I, a a great quote what from – Great quote from Vucevic. Uh, I don't know what's going on in there. I have the antibodies. Thanks. <laughs> Score two. Okay. <laughs> Vucevic, unbelievable Day. stuff, dude. I just this game was uh, the the entire experience was an unreal. Just watching, moment. It was kind of like okay, we're the Rangers are up three nothing, and then I started like having logical thoughts, right? Which you know is always dangerous, especially when it comes to you and me. I was like, okay, we're up three nothing. Oh, we're up four nothing. Vucevic scores. I'm brushing my teeth. Very nice. Well, I guess we should play Lafreniere and Kakua now as much as possible. Oh, Jacob Trouba just scored. Oh, there's another—oh, now Mika has a six-point period. And and then it was like, I had no real analysis from this game except for the absolute drubbing, again, against the Flyers and how enjoyable and how the crowd was absolutely out of their minds for the amount of people in there. And I can only imagine what the garden would have been like absolutely packed to the brim. The A-B chance that would have happened tonight and the Carter Hart slow chance that would have happened— would have been legendary. I just, I really don't know how we ever live this particular game down, especially on this show, because we're going to get to it right now. Mr. Chris Knobloch, also KK, by the way, Keith K Capococco, Chris Knobloch, KKKKKKKK, uh, he will always be brought up as a scapegoat for David Quinn moving forward. There's no doubt you're, about you're it.
2: Using, you're, you're using the term scapegoat. Wrong, do it correctly for me so you know, fix it for me. Yeah,
0: he's not a scapegoat. He will always be brought up in the the fact that when when you want to make Quinn seem less relevant or less impactful, you will have to reference Chris Knobloch in this situation. Okay,
2: but that's not you do, you know, a scapegoat
0: is the excuse for something bad happening. Well, he's in this case, there's something good, and so something bad is that, yeah, but that's yeah, he's not a scapegoat, right? Well, in this case, he's a scapegoat because. Everyone no. in, in, in the minds of all these people that want to fire Quinn, Quinn is extra bad. That's I, not a,
2: that's not what a scapegoat is.
0: <sighs> okay. I don't understand scapes <laughs> or ghosts.
2: No, you don't. <laughs> I, 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 like what are you? He's gonna be—he's the litmus test, right? It's just like, oh, look, the, all the Rangers needed was someone not doing the. Well, Quinn it, get, things, it gets even worse because
0: Mika Zibanejad has been awful all season, really, truly. The last
2: couple games, I'll give. But he
0: you hasn't been—he hasn't been
2: awful recently, Ryan. The last couple, couple games, he's been coming out. He really has. He's it, it, we got to be honest here. It's not like Mika Zibanejad was still crapping his pants on a nightly basis before tonight. The puck wasn't going in like it went in tonight. But Mika Zibanejad has been trending in the right direction for the better part of two weeks now. And like many things with the New York Rangers, it's hard to see that because they don't win every night. And if the Rangers aren't winning, nobody wants to hear about the, the, small, the moral victories, the small positives. Look, guys, if you think Chris Knobloch had a discernible effect on how the New York Rangers played tonight... I don't know what to tell yeah, you. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's, it's a, it's... It's a one-game one sample against the Flyers team that we have clear evidence now might just not be good. And not just not good, like painfully bad, I would say. You're allowed to, it's...
0: by the way, as a joke, tweet pictures of Chris Knobloch at me and Greg when David Quinn does anything bad. You go ahead. It's going to happen. It's, it's, it's happening no matter what. Chris Knobloch is now legendary Ranger material forever. St. Paddy's Day massacre uh, on, on, on the side of the Philadelphia Flyers. That's exactly what happened here. Chris Knobloch was the leader, even though Vince Prococleano, friend of the podcast, pointed out Knobloch runs the exact same tra- uh, s- system as Quinn. Run, didn't change any of the lines, didn't change any of the power play, and just let the guys do what they do. Uh but it, you cannot blame you, you cannot give him you can give him some credit for this, but it, i understand how what you're gonna do right now at home, you're thinking, Well, how come the Rangers never played like this for Quinn? Listen, sometimes this just happens. I, I don't I don't have like a really good explanation. Uh but it definitely wasn't like uh subtraction, it wasn't addition by subtraction the situation. I think I used that one correctly.
2: No, and it's again, if you're gonna <laughs> If we're going to give Chris Knobloch all the credit in the world for how the New York Rangers played tonight, but then you also have to blame Chris Knobloch for scratching Julian Gauthier and Tarmo Reunanan. That right. was his. De- if you're going to say everything tonight was Knobloch's decision, well, it was Knobloch's decision not to play those guys. You can't then say, oh, well, that decision was made for Knobloch. He didn't get a say in that one. But Knobloch gets credit for all of the good that happened in the nine-goal outburst. No, 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 no. He either gets full credit or or no credit. And If you want to give him a full credit, then fine. Yeah, this, we do this with, we do this dance with Quinn every time. You want to blame Quinn for Kako not scoring, Lafreniere not scoring, Hedl for getting yo-yoed up and down the lineup, Howden for staying in the lineup. If you want to blame Quinn for that, I'm all for it. But then you have to give Quinn credit for everything Adam Fox does. You have to give credit for everything Ryan Lindgren does. You have to give Quinn credit for turning Mika Zibanejad into a 40-goal scorer last year. You have to give Quinn credit for everything that's happened to Pavel Buchnevich who is now the Rangers' number one two-way forward, Repl- not just replacing what Jesper Foss did, but improving upon it. You have to give Quinn the credit if you're going to give him the demerits. You can't pick and choose. It has to be 100% across the board. And if you, you want to say that, Buchnevich's leap is not because of Quinn, that's fine, too. If you want to say that Adam Fox's production is not because of Quinn, that's fine, too. But if we're not going to give Quinn full credit for those guys, then you can't say that Kako struggling is all because of Quinn, and you can't say Lafreniere struggling is all because of Quinn. It has to be 100% across the board, or it can't be 100% anywhere. It, you can't pick and choose the things you complain about, and it's the thing that we talk about on this podcast all the time. Would the Rangers have won 9 nothing tonight if Quinn, Oliver, Martin, If all these guys were on the bench, would the scoreline still be nine nothing? I have no fucking idea. Nobody knows. We don't. We don't live in a fairyland world where we can go around and decide what does happen, doesn't happen because X, Y, and Z. There's no, even with with or without David Quinn, there's no fucking excuse for the Flyers to give up nine goals to this team. I understand that Panarin's here. I understand that Zabana Jet is here. But this New York Rangers team. Honestly, with Alexander Georgiev in goal, shouldn't be shutting people out. And yeah, especially with Jacques Martin not here. And by the like, way, it's
0: unbelievable. Georgiev has to feel quite good right now after having what is just the yips to the highest degree in level to go out and have a nine-nothing shutout. There's no better comforter booster confidence booster than that. You can't get better. I think, he, I think he even said in his post-game press conference, like, this is unbelievable. I don't even know what just happened. The guys just yeah were, in Yeah, in, in
2: your words, we'd have to use the Philadelphia Flyers as a scapegoat for Alexander Georgiev, apparently.
0: There you go. Chris Knoblock said...
2: What's the Not yeah, what a scapegoat is.
0: Just, th- just so we're clear. We're very clear now. Uh, Chris Noblok says, it's been a busy day. There you go. So, yeah, I'd
2: say, Chris. <laughs> I'd say. Um, yeah, I, uh, I just... I, all all that this is missing, Ryan. All that tonight is missing. It's what we talked about with Fitz on Monday. The the absolute cherry on top of this cake would be if Dan Rosen gets a soundbite or Darren Drager gets a soundbite from someone tomorrow and says, Jack Eichel wants out of Buffalo. Oh. He wants to be reunited with his college ja- Jack That I- is, That would be the <laughs> fucking cherry on tonight's <laughs> Sunday. If all of a sudden... All, all the anti-Quinn people are having a field day tonight because why wouldn't you? The Rangers won nine nothing, and David Quinn wasn't nowhere there. to be seen. I know. But if 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 Eichel just drops it at like nine thirty-seven tomorrow morning and just says, "I can't stand Buffalo anymore. It's not for me. This organization has wasted some of the better years that I had. I can't keep this up. I'm not going to carry this team. Let me be reunited with." the man who put me on this trajectory, David Quinn. I just, I want it. I want to see it. I want to bathe in it. I want it to wash over me like a warm summer day. I need it. It's nothing more in this world. I have Jacob deGrom and everything great with him. <laughs> the second thing I need in this world is Jack Eichel just saying there's only one man I want to have, play
0: for. Have it's we game ever, game. I know our, our DMs and mentions blow up a lot, but as soon as the hmm. Quinn stuff was called, I got so many messages that were just like this. If this goes to five nothing, the Quinn stuff is going to be legendary, and it went to nine nothing. And not only that, I've never gotten so many. We I can't remember the last time we've gotten so many calls to do a BSBOT immediately. Like I can't, I legit can't remember. It had to be the Mika five goal. Game. I will.
2: I will say. I will say. I'm not. I will never give credit to peer pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, I I came to the decision to cut my night short, return home, and talk to you of all people.
0: Yeah. Bad choice.
2: This. If, if this wasn't the Flyers, I don't think I would have cut my night short. It would like, if this was uh, the Sabres, it would have been sad. I told everyone we were recording Devils, in the morning. That's it. It's yeah, all good. If, if this was the Sabres, it would have been sad. If it was the Devils, who cares? I'd be having a really fun time with our friend Jeff. I probably wouldn't even have time to be tweeting anything or talking to you. Right. If it was the Islanders, I'd feel nothing because I just don't care about the Islanders. <laughs> but it, it's the fact that it's the Flyers and Elaine Vigneault and that entire just shit cheesesteak sandwich that was just mm. oh, got me out of bed listen i was
0: we'll end here buddy uh a nice 26 mm. minutes we'll, we'll do the, the kind of parting shots here it's never going to get okay. better than this it's it, it, when it comes to like absolute drubbings like you just said it doesn't get better mm-hmm. than beating the flyers in this situation like yeah i think for me personally beating the islanders and i would feel just as good i know we've disagreed about that in in the past but you're not—how many hockey games are you going to win nine or eight-nothing-plus eight in your lifetime? What, two, three, five, maybe? It's probably under five. Oh. I don't know. it, But it feels like it's a rarity. Like, I tonight was one of the most fun—one of the most un, unbelievable. I, I was in awe. It felt surreal to watch, like, every time I turned away in the second period, they scored again. And to watch Pavel Buchnevich, a person that Elaine Mignot absolutely— treated like garbage and ignored and didn't develop and truly sat I mean Tanner Glass played ahead of him there's, there's no doubt about it I love Tanner he didn't deserve it look at Pavel look at Pavel now I know he wasn't the player he was he is he wasn't he isn't the player then he is now but still that doesn't matter Pavel Dovich got to shove it in the face of his ex coach who absolutely hated him top to bottom and Mika Sevinen got the monkey off his back with 6 point second period that is Unbelievable. I'm so happy there were fans there in the garden. I'm so happy the Rangers got to do this. They get to go play the Capitals in a back-to-back over this weekend. That is going to be, I'm assuming, pretty brutal. That team is pretty good. Let's see what happens if they can ride the momentum. But for tonight, Gregory, there's nothing but to do but to lean back and enjoy the misery of Elaine Mignot and the Philadelphia Flyers and the absolute elation and joy of the New York Rangers.
2: That's it. I will say, that this is this is how I know you and I are just wired differently. Um, because you're, you're saying all that fun, lovey stuff. Blah blah blah. Good mm-hmm. for you. Happy for you. Thank you. Be be, be happy. Smile. Invisalign forever. Thank you. It's... Brush brush your teeth for another five minutes. I did it for two already. I'm good. Thank you. Uh, me, it gets to five nothing Rangers. Yeah. And Greg, the Met fan, just snaps into it, and I start having the all right guys. Enough. Save some of it for the Capitals. You, you're gonna waste them all tonight. Don't em- don't empty the chamber tonight. That's so messy. You gotta save some. Gets, it gets to 7 nothing. I'm convinced the Rangers aren't going to score again uh, against the Capitals. Once it gets to 9 nothing, forget about it. The Rangers aren't scoring for a week. Like For me, like there are Met games where the Mets just break out and score like 15-plus runs. I just know the Mets are going to score one or zero the next time out, especially <laughs> if the Grom is on the mound. Like, so it's, it's, yeah, I'm enjoying the 15 runs and it's funny, but I also know that there's just nothing but pain immediately following up what happens here. So yeah, yeah that that's how everybody should know that you and I are just wired completely differently. This everybody should not be the that. podcast where everyone all of a sudden the light bulb clicks and you're like, wow, Ryan is one way and Greg is another way, and all of a sudden it it, it makes sense to you. Yeah, just everyone needs to know that as soon as my phone alerted me that it was five nothing, I told myself that I like there was a part of me that I was like, all right, that's we're good, we're good, don't worry about another goal, just play some defense, save the rest for the Capitals. But like again the flyers you just magnificent stupid <laughs> organization you colossal Careful. Careful. we've done a mountain lot. of
0: misery we've done a lot there you, you go. okay you because that's been enormous... you could follow me on <laughs> twitter at real ryan bead you could follow greg at blue shirts break we'll be back early next week maybe with some changes
2: <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe without an affiliation
0: yeah we'll see alright we love you guys we did it for you I hope you guys appreciate us and uh, let's go Rangers enjoy the night enjoy the time uh, try not to stew on it and let's see what happens this weekend Friday to Saturday
2: tip, tip, tip your waitresses and for sure Elaine to get the hell out get the hell out
0: alright love you guys bye this is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer he hears things differently